FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. This is Faux Monday, the snackable companion to FOMO Sapiens, which comes out every Monday. It is Faux Monday. Happy Faux Monday. My favorite day of the week. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and FOMO Sapiens 24-7. And I'm joined today by somebody very special who also knows me when I just gave you a description of what I do. I, for a short but (laughs) memorable period of time, was an art writer. Right after I sort of left the Wall Street job, I tried to reinvent myself to seem a little cooler. And I started writing for Huffington Post. And I met this artist who was a young artist doing amazing things, representational art, incredible sketches, named Dina Brodsky. And I started following her and her friends around and writing about their art. You can probably find it if you do a little Googling. And we've stayed friends over the years. And in the meantime, Dina has built up this huge following on Instagram. She has something like 500,000 followers, just about that. And she uses that to showcase her art, but she's also using it for a very good cause. She's using her art and her platform to save lives. So I want to welcome you to the show, Dina. Welcome. Patrick, thank you so much for having me on. It's my pleasure. Listen, so first of all, everybody, go check out Dina Brodsky, D-I-N-A-B-R-O-D-S-K-Y on Instagram. And there you will see some incredible art. But Dina, you're doing something special right now that involves saving children's lives. And it started last year when you were contacted by some people in your native country of Russia. Tell us what happened. Um, so I was constant uh, contacted by a very distant relative of mine, also named Dina, um, actually a recent immigrant to the U.S. But I think a cl- one of her friends had a baby named Sophia, was this really who was born with a terrible disease, and it was called type one spinal muscular atrophy. And up until a few years ago, this disease was actually terminal. And uh, one of the few good things that happened in 2020 was that um, Novartis came up with this kind of miracle treatment for it called Zolgensma. And it's the first effective gene therapy, and it basically replaces the genes that these kids have missing. And so far as the kids that have gotten the treatment young enough, just go on to have kind of a reasonably normal life. Um, so, um, the downside to this is that it's enormously expensive. Each dose is $2.1 million. And in Russia, where it's not registered, um, it becomes each individual family with a child with this disease has to fundraise the $2.1 million um, in a very short amount of time or else their children start deteriorating. So I came up with this uh, campaign called Birds for Sophia, where I reached out to my community of artists and asked them to um, submit a bird, partially because that's something I was working on and partially because every artist has a bird painting. Um, And um, within a few days, it went viral. And um, one of the galleries that's working with the New York Sugarlift had a physical show of some of the art, but also over a thousand artists submitted and they reached out to Novartis and they kind of helped spread awareness. And within probably a month and a half, um, 
that um, someone stepped forward and kind of closed the gap and she got her treatment and baby Sophia is actually now, now doing just fine. So then I helped out with a few more of these fundraisers, just kind of coming up with ideas that, that might work. And uh, um, as of this summer, um, Russia actually, they, they registered the treatment and they're going to start providing it to uh, um, every child who is under, under six months old. FOMO. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to netsuite.com slash FOMO. That's netsuite.com slash FOMO. netsuite.com slash FOMO. FOMO. Now, I remember you called me when you were working on this idea and we, because we bounced ideas off each other and you told me about the situation and I was... I mean, I was really amazed, but I thought to myself, like, how are you going to get all this money? And I, I, I try to reach out to people, like some people in my network. I mean, it just, it's, it's a big ask, right? And you put together the show and I, I stopped by the show and I saw it and I was amazed. And I was also, I mean, you created, because you were so successful, word got out. And so families started calling you and you started helping more and more families. And now we're at the end because it's now going to be covered by the government, but there's just one child left who needs help. And so you have a new project, an NFT that you're going to use to raise some funds to help out. So what's going on with this NFT? What is the plan right now for this one last baby? Um, so um, this is a baby who's, she's a little bit over two years old. She doesn't qualify for treatment under the Russian laws. And what's crazy is that she actually, you know, we closed the fundraiser and she actually has the $2.1 million, but because she can't be treated in Russia, she needs to be treated outside of the country. So the NFT is basically to cover the price of her, her treatment outside of Russia, which is actually quite a considerable chunk of money. So um, this is an NFT that consists of the work of over a thousand artists. I think several thousand submitted to the NFT and it's all kind of, um, you know, nested into one NFT. And these artists made these birds. Some were professional, some were pretty famous, some were amateur, some had their children do it. But these are birds with the intent of saving this little girl's life. So it launches tonight at eight o'clock via Charge Particles, which is an absolutely awesome kind of boutique NFT platform that is, you know, hosting this and has been absolutely amazing to work with. Now you go, you can go there tonight and you can also learn more about what Dina has been doing over at birdsforsophia.org or at her Instagram, which is Dina Brodsky. So there's, there's lots of places to find information about this and to support. And I guess, Dina, what does this all mean to you? Because I know this is, I mean, it's, you've been so... Uh, amazing and as have so many other people, but I know it's not easy 
because you've you've been working with so many families. Like, I guess, what does it mean for you to be able to help these kids? Um, you know, I've actually been working with, so Birth for Sophia was um, turned into a fund. It's actually an official nonprofit as of, as of right now. And um, I, I feel like the people I deal with are mostly the volunteers and the director of this fund named, named Zena. And she's actually the one that works with all these, all these families. For me, it's, I feel like I do what I can and it's so hard. And I have a child, you know, not all that much older than uh, kind of, you know, the first baby Sophia. So for me, it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's an attempt to give back. Uh, I, um, and it's an attempt to do some good with whatever, whatever powers I have. Um, and, and in this case, it happens to be bird paintings and the artists have been so amazing. And Zina, the director of this fund is, I think maybe a saint that, um, and, and, she, you know, and, and she's the one that keeps taking on new families and taking on new children. Uh, for me, it's just, I think we all do what we can. So this, um, and Patrick, you've actually done what you could because, um, the, um, we, we fell out of touch for a few years and then I called you, um, about a year ago uh, asking, asking for, um, help with the first baby Sophia and miraculously enough, you, you actually did. Uh, and I think we've actually been, um, you know, we've been kind of in touch much more regularly ever since. Uh, um, and that's when we started bouncing ideas off, off each other. So thank you for that. Well, it's my pleasure. And listen, I don't know what exactly I did, but if it, if it was helpful in any way, I'm just glad to be able to help. Now I'll, I want to ask you since you're here and this is full Mondays, NFTs. We all hear about them. Um, for people who don't know what they are, or people who are like, what is this whole thing with all these NFTs? Break it down for us real quick. Um, NFTs are basically the art market for cryptocurrency. That's that's the way to kind of break it down in one one sentence. Honestly, when I first heard about them, I was extremely skeptical. Uh, I'm a traditional artist. I, you know, love trying to figure out the exact 16th century, you know, painting technique used by some, you know, Northern Renaissance master. Um, so, so at first I was like, this has nothing to do with me and my world. And as I've been kind of, um, and, and for a while, I actually thought it was a, this kind of manifestation of FOMO where people were just afraid to miss the trend. Uh, but now I actually see them. So for one thing, it's, you know, it's a non-fungible token. So it's basically a, JPEG or a GIF with, um, you know, with, with blockchain behind it that authenticates it. Uh, that's a very boring, you know, explanation of it. But I also see it, I see them having the ability to do magic. Um, for example, you know, I think they have the ability to save a child. I think they have the ability to, via art and via cryptocurrency, actually alleviate some of the world's problems. And I see that happening kind of more, more and more as some artists are using the, and some platforms are using them for charity. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it, um, uh, NFTs are where art and crypto and magic all intersect. Yeah, the way I think about it too is like you have all these people who've made money in the crypto world and they want to diversify into other assets, which NFTs can be. So if you have somebody who has a ton of money and they hear about something like what you're doing, not only can they diversify into a beautiful NFT, but they can do something good for the world at the same time with all these incredible wealth that has been generated. So that's actually the way that I was thinking about this initially, that, you know, there's a thousand artists and there's the art, which is beautiful, but it's also maybe the NFT itself is the act of saving this baby's life. And I feel like that's kind of an incredibly, you know, magical and wonderful thing to be able to do. 
I like that. That is a that's a good way to end it because I think if you're listening and you're a crypto whale, just head over <laughs> to Dina Brodsky's Instagram account or Charge Particles. Check out the show. And for everybody else, even if you're not a crypto whale, go check it out anyway. Maybe you know somebody or maybe there's something you could consider bidding on. So get ready. We're uh, starting the show tonight, Faux Monday, and we will keep you posted on how things go. Dina Brodsky, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Patrick. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens and FOMO Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.